Hello and welcome to Euphoria, a podcast where we look back on the great, glam and garish of Eurovision past. My name's Isabel Chillman and I'm joined, as ever, by Brooklyn's number one Jon Ola fancier, it's Roland Bodner. Hello everyone, how's it going? You all doing good? <laughs> Yay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we're back properly, proper time. Yeah. The proper oh, yeah, one this time. It is. We are officially back with an official proper episode. Gosh. I might even remember to tweet that oh we've God, come back yeah. now. <laughs> I'm not promising that, though. Yeah, the last forget. episode was just for the real fans who have exactly. been clinging on for the whole time. It's like, um, what was it called when you have a secret song on an album? Oh, yeah, where it just plays from the from the end of the, the last song and then, and then yeah. three minutes later there's a song. Yeah, Hidden yeah, Track. That's us. That's our hidden track, just for the best ones. <laughs> Just for you. Are you all right, Roland? I am doing okay. It's Monday after work, and uh, we're both a little bit pooped, aren't we? Normally, we do this on like a Sunday, nice and breezy Sunday, uh, but it's Monday evening. We're doing this now because we couldn't have done it before. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm in bed. Oh. I've got my jammies on. I've got a cup of chamomile tea. I've got my podcast kit set up on my duvet. <laughs> Patsy's asleep. Oh, it's too She's late. She's waiting for, her for me to go to sleep as well. Yeah, yeah. This is proper. <laughs> Which I'll be doing straight after this. Yeah, that's 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 very fair. Um, but otherwise, I've been I've been good. I went I went snowboarding at the weekend. You're fancy. I know. Well, yeah. You know, I just have this. You know, life now. I can just go go away for the weekend and go snowboarding, and then come back and see a concert in Brooklyn, and, uh, and then just go to bed. I'm quite tired now after well, all that. Well, I didn't go snowboarding, but I did go and get really hammered with our friend Hannah. Oh, so you didn't get to do that. Yeah, that's that's pretty <laughs> top notch as well. Good for you. <laughs> but we'll be doing that in a few weeks when you're back. Wait. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, so have we, I've got, I've got a little bit of um, <laughs> Eurovision news. Well, there's only a little. Well, obviously, we're getting closer to Eurovision. Yeah. Some more entries have been picked. A couple of the big ones in the last week or so. Uh, Moroccan pop singer Mahmoud was the surprise mm. winner at this year's San Remo Music Festival. Yes. And we'll be representing Italy at the contest. Yes. Interesting. Mm. Um, my Italian boyfriend. Um, listen to the song the other day he's not happy about it really because he said that the lyrics are if you're italian are just nonsense oh well yeah. it sounds I mean... great to a non-italian speaker <laughs> but to him he was like it's just crap it's just nonsense it's just well nonsense if lyrics. the the italians can't vote on their own song so uh, you so know screw you daniele <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh um, and then the new UK, UK's Eurovision U decide has taken place now. It and did. following our last episode, Roland, yep. we were pretty on the money. We were pretty on the money. Um, what did you think, Isabel? Did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Yeah. Well, I, I love. Um, I love Melon Mons. Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. very good. Yeah. It was actually yeah. more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. But it's just, it looks very low budget. Everything looks low budget on it. All yeah. the performances look low budget. Actually, Ker- Kerry Ann's version of Sweet Lies wasn't as powerful live as I hoped it would be. No. So I'm not um, fully going to blame the patriarchy for <laughs> <laughs> not getting through. Um, Jordan, who oh. sang Freaks. <laughs> 
Did you see who he said he loved from last year's contest? Yes, yes, Isabel. And I thought exactly of you. And as soon as he said it, I thought, well, that is perfect. The pr- for anyone who didn't see it, so Jordan, who we were, sorry, Jordan, we're kind of um, digging into last last episode. His favourite act from last year's contest was Mikolas from the Czech Republic, who, um, if you are an old school listener, will remember us just re- I mean really hating yes me especially really really he was the prat in the bow tie um and that says a lot about Jordan I think <laughs> um and Jordan's I mean again we were right again with the budget My Chemical Romance yeah even the actual the, the outfits and the fact that he had a mic stand without yeah. a stand but he still had the stick bit oh my god but it was pop it wasn't punk oh it was just cringy i yeah. could have put together better better outfits than that i felt you know what, what someone was the budget per person they had about 30 quid someone else made the point that their his competition the girl group whose name i've now forgotten they've fallen into obscurity made thank you uh that was the first time they'd ever performed together live that's mad why is the uk uh panel selecting a girl group who have never performed live before it's mad. There, yeah, and I'm not. We got that. That was the only one we got wrong. Was that we said? Well, I said yeah. Maid was going to go through and instead of they, Jordan. They were but not actually, good. They looked like a Primark little mix. They, but and they weren't good. They didn't sound good. No. Uh, they, yeah, it was that. The whole freaks song and presentation of the song was a very big low of the night. Really, really, truly awful. But I, I agreed with. You know, I re- I'm really a big fan of Ryland. Me too. I really like him. I think he's just spot on about a lot of things. Me and he too. was very spot on about that. He was like, the first, yeah, the first time I listened to the song, I thought, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the more you hear it, the more you really like it. But he's got to be really powerful. Yeah. And he's right. The more you hear it, actually, you said last, last episode, it is quite a good song. Yeah. But it needs to be sung by the right person. Right and way. now I've heard it five, you know, half a dozen times. I actually don't mind the song if it was being blasted out by someone yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. If, but it's just a bit yeah. wet. Yeah, yeah super um, wet. And Michael Rice, now I've actually seen him speak, I quite like him. He's a lovable dope, isn't he? I th- yeah, I thought you. I thought that might be the case. I think he, yeah, he's just a bit of a like lovable, big yeah. lovable... Someone um, needs to tell him what to do with, do with his arms on stage, though. Yeah. There's lots of pointing and quite a bit of crotch grabbing. It will be interesting to see us putting forward a male good singer because there's no denying he mm. does have a good voice and he oh, can he, belts you know, it out, he can he? belt it and I wonder if you know you talking about the patriarchy if actually <laughs> that's Always. us le- leaning into it and uh, it might do us some favours not that we're condoning it but you know what I mean <laughs> don't pander to the patriarchy <laughs> Roland don't do it not even I like the- that he owns a waffle shop yeah, he does own a waffle shop. <laughs> he has a waffle, waffle and ice cream shop he opened <laughs> with his money from the contest. I know, that's really good, isn't it? I want to go oh, visit no, I it. quite liked him. Other things, actually, I noted from You Decide too, um, was I've never heard Molly from the Saturday speak before. Ah. She's the poshest human in existence. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's My God, posh. she's posher than Darcy Bustle. <laughs> it's insane. And also, what's happened to Mons's voice? What, what do you mean? At points, he sounded Irish. Oh. Then he was very posh British. Then sometimes he was Swedish again. Mm-hmm. But for the for any time he spoke, 
I thought I was having a stroke yeah. at times because well, I you... couldn't understand where his voice was coming from. Well, I get he's been living in London for the last three years now so maybe that's just the effect of that and you know doing presenting he must have had voice work done I didn't like it oh he's but still, I did it, like his I did like the Mans medley at the end yes of course they should do a Mans medley every although really they could have had nice. a bit more Mel in there I feel but you know a bit more Mel I did like when she fell over and they had Buck's <laughs> Fizz I mean the Fizz the Fizz you have to legally call I love so legally much called the like, Fizz thank you the Fizz mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah no I thought it was a good it it, it, there were good elements about the show there were bad elements just about the show I think about half the people who turned up were turned away because the uh, the BBC didn't expect so many people always expect oh, more Christ. than the amount that you expect for Eurovision yeah, crowds yeah the crowd yeah when, uh, when Maid started singing Freaks they looked like they wanted to kill themselves <laughs> <laughs> The, the the shot of the shots of the crowd. Watch it again, just for the shots of the crowd when Maid is singing. Yeah, they are not happy. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving swiftly on yes. to a bit of any other any other business. Oh, You've got a bit of business, aren't you, Roland? So those of you who uh, are big Eurovision fans and listen to many uh, Eurovision podcasts may know that over at ESC Insight uh, podcast, the unofficial Eurovision podcast, as their subtitle goes, uh, they are doing a uh, weekly thought of the week where they get voices from uh, Eurovision across the world uh, to give their opinion on a topic or a subject or whatever. And uh, very nicely of them, they sent us an email earlier this week inviting us to feature on this week's episode Uh, and so if you tune in to the ESC Insight podcast uh, you may towards the end of the episode hear our two lovely voices slightly uh, hungover on your part and tired on my part because I did it at 7am from my girlfriend's mother's basement which was slightly odd (laughs) Um, voices talking about all about how um how oh, you don't ruin it. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was cut off. Okay. No, you Leave have to it to tu- be a surprise. Yeah, you have you've to tune listen into that to podcast. It. Yeah. And then you've got to tell us how wonderful we sound because you know what? We've made it now. I know. We've made it. We had Ewan Spence himself email us. Yes. We've done a whole three and a half minute audio piece for someone yes, else's we've podcast. Made it. That means we're basically famous. We've been and accepted. I should basically be the heir to <laughs> Mel Geedrox's. <laughs> it was, it was the, you know, the whole thing is that it's voices from Eurovision around the world. So apparently we're a, a voice from Eurovision around the world. I'm happy with I'm that. A voice of, I'm a voice from Eurovision. We, I mean, right now we are. I'm in America. You're in England. We are voices from Eurovision around the world. Lovely. Yeah. That's impressive, isn't it? I'm very happy with that. Can't wait to hear Yeah, it. so it should be out by the time you're listening to this. It should be out. So go listen to it after Ooh. you've listened to this. Um, I've got some any other business as well. We have an email. Yeah. Oh God, they're they're quick on it, aren't they? As soon as they email back, (laughs) as soon as they hear we've got a podcast, we've we've started again. They're back on the email. Love it. Love the fans. Uh, We have an email from the US of A. Wow. Our lovely old friend, Kevin, who has been in touch previously. Yes. Um, hi, Kevin. So Kevin says, <laughs> and sorry, sorry about this, Roland. This isn't me. This is Kevin. Dear Kerry-Ann and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Which to anyone who didn't listen to the last uh, last episode is a reference to two of the Eurovision New Decide entrants. Kerry-Ann is wonderful. And yeah. Jordan is a bit of a dud. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was there was another guy in the contest. I could have been Michael. No, you're no. Jordan now. <laughs> um, dear Kerry Ann and Jordan, as a Brit living stateside, Eurovision chit chat is a bit thin on the ground. So when my phone notified me the other day that a new Euphoria podcast was available for download, oh. I got a little bit giddy. Oh. Glad to have you back. Yeah. Well, nice I've, to have you back. Oh, it's nice to be back, isn't it? <laughs> it's very nice to be back. Kevin says, uh, I've also been meaning to email you for a long na- a long time now to thank you for giving a shout out to the kids I was teaching last year. Oh, yeah. They yeah, yeah, yeah. were thrilled. Do you remember this, Roland? I do, yeah. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. we gave a... Although we did, did, we did say they shouldn't be listening because sometimes we swear, but... It's fine. Yeah, they'll learn them at some point, though. <laughs> but yeah, they've got to learn. They've got to learn, learn the rude words. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, Kevin says, to put it in perspective, I'd also emailed Suri's management on my student's behalf to let her know how inspired wow. they all were by her perseverance in the face of that stage invading knobhead at last year's Eurovision. Yeah. I got a reply from her manager, which I read out to my wow. kids. They were mildly excited. <laughs> but... When I played your shout out, they practically wet themselves. No. Yes. That's what we're aiming for, Kevin. Bigger than series management. (laughs) I want to make kids piss their pants. That's my aim in life. I think that's okay to say. Yeah, that's fine. I've Uh, said it. So we're bigger than series management then. Yeah, we are. That's pretty good. I'm okay with that. that. I'm happy with that. (laughs) Sticking that in my LinkedIn profile. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Really nice, huh? Uh, Kevin also says, Isabel, you mentioned your boyfriend, Daniele, and yes, he did spell it correctly. Wow. Um, And his miscomprehension of British words made me think of an Italian friend of mine who routinely and unintentionally coins new words. His most recent creation is Sinceriously. (gasps) Ooh, I love that. How good is that? That's great, because it is. It's too... Words that kind of mean the same thing, but sinceriously, sinceriously, love it. Oh, I might have to take that. I might have to borrow it. Well, Kevin, Kevin says, not sure why it doesn't exist. Well, it does well, now. Yeah, it does You've now. It, it's, it's happened. It's, we've made might it do a, a song word. with it. Yeah. Uh, then he puts your yours sinceriously, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kevin. And also, in regards to your PS, uh, you're awesome. Screw whoever that wanker was, and I'm very glad we've been of help. We're always happy to help. Always happy to help. And if you need me to come over and like rough someone up. <laughs> she will. I, I, w- I've I will. It. I've seen it before. I will do that. I am <laughs> territorial. Yes. Um, no, Very protective. Good. Okay. Oh. Is that all the bidness? I think that is all the bidness. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. it. Okay, great. Um, so before I start, because it's my week this week. It is. Um, I'm so excited. Start, I will say first and foremost, I need to thank my wonderful friend Simon for giving me the idea for this week's episode. But simultaneously need to say, Simon, screw you. Because (laughs) this was the hardest thing in the world to research. And I got so excited about it. I didn't want to give up on it. So I've persevered. Mm, mm. But you'll realise quite quickly how little information (laughs) I have on the topic. (laughs) I hate those ones that you're like, yeah, this is going to be brilliant. And then you're like, oh, it's it's about three sentences. It's driven me mad. It's driven me mad, honestly. It's driven me insane. Um, Okay, well. We'll we'll keep going because it's made me laugh a lot. I think we'll, I think we'll, well, I don't want to prejudge your story, but I think definitely from the last section of this podcast where we reintroduced the singing, 
I think it's fair to say, at least on my half, there's a little bit of rust that needs blowing off. You know, there's a little bit of dust right. that we need to just like brush off here as we okay. get back into the regular flow of, of uh, producing this podcast. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, <laughs> we'll okay. see how it goes. This is just, okay, so today's episode is just, this is a rough draft of an episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is like first run at it. You're all involved and, uh, you know, by the next couple of weeks we'll be back up to full speed, don't you? Great, okay, this is just a dress (laughs) rehearsal. Yes, yeah. Um, Okay, so Roland, I want to to take you back a couple of years when we went to go see Eurovision (gasps) You Decide. Live. Oh, excellent, yeah. How good was that? It was great fun, we had a lovely time. And do you remember who was on the judging panel? There was, uh, there was um, the guy from the dance contest, Bruno Tonlioni. Yeah. And there was a middle woman, and then there was Sophie Alice Bexter. There was Sophie Alice Bexter. Well, we don't have to remember who else was on there. Was it Alexander Ryback? Is that what you're saying is the middle woman? No, she, he wasn't on the panel. There was a there was a middle woman on the middle panel. Middle woman, okay. Well, we I don't care about the middle woman. All I care about is Sophie Alice Bexter right now. <laughs> okay. okay. So yes, right. Sophie Alice Bexter was there. And why Why did you think that, what did you think the connection was between Sophie Alice Bexter and Eurovision? <clears throat> Because she was on the you decide, or why? Do you, why was she on you decide? You mean? Yeah. Why was she? What do you think her connection is? To is it something to do with her mother? <laughs> That's fake. <laughs> well, her mother it used to be a BBC, uh, a BBC Blue Peter children's TV presenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be something to do with the good old Janet Ellis. It could the be the good old Janet Ellis. Is it something to do with Janet Ellis? I've I've got a better link. Well. I set a better link. Okay. It's a tenuous link, but it's were you a asking, link. Were you genuinely asking me because you don't know? Is this one of the pieces of information that you that you don't know yet? Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so you okay? So we're just guessing at this point. Oh, there's a lot of guesswork in this episode. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. perfect, right. easy. I love it. So Sophie Ellis Bexter may be best known uh, nowadays for committing murder on the dance floor. Oh, yes. But Sophie wasn't originally. A dance pop diva. Mm-mm-mm. She started her musical career as an indie chick, oh. as front woman of Camden guitar band The Audience. <laughs> wow, it's Tophie. How- However, she- I will just um, say at the start of this the way that they spell their name oh, no. is. Oh, there's no. N- there's no gaps between the words. So from <laughs> here on out, I'm just going to refer to them as Thordians. 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 <laughs> Um, God, she doesn't strike me as the sort of uh, lady who would be at the, in the front, fronting a grimy Camden punk indie band. No, because she's very posh. She's very posh, <laughs> very elegant. But that's not to say she can't, you know, get down and dirty with the indie kids. It's not. It's not. Who's to say? Who's no, to say? No so? one's to say. <laughs> so active in the early 90s, Thordians released one self-titled album, which had a, which actually, it had a, um, a limited edition glittery vinyl version. Ooh. How fabulous. That's pretty great. <laughs> and they saw three singles enter the UK charts. That's not bad. Um, these, there were some really great, they have some really great song titles. <laughs> um, so the, their highest, highest charting entry um, was... Uh, I I know enough. Open brackets. I don't get enough. Close brackets. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which got to number twenty five. <laughs> they had. If you can't do it when you're young, when can you do it? <laughs> Which got to number forty eight. 
<laughs> that's very yeah that's just very matter of fact that's not particularly poetic but if you it can't works. do it when you're young when can, can you do, do it, it? when you're that. old <laughs> uh, and my favorite name um i got the wherewithal <laughs> which got to a shocking 170. <laughs> I got the wherewithal. It's got some rhythm to it. I'm sure in the song it could be quite good. Oh. I got the wherewithal. I got the wherewithal. I'm seeing oh, I'm that's, out that's more upbeat than they actually are. Oh, I've really? had a yeah. bit of a listen. See, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Bex's disco days. Um, Thordians were founded <laughs> by guitarist Billy Reeves, formerly of the indie group Congregation. <laughs> wow, I love these indie band names from Great. like the early noughties. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've got some more good ones coming up. Mm. And included members Patch Hannon, Nigel Butler, Dean Mollett, and Kevin Smith. I just okay. want to give a shout out to the rest of them. Yeah, you don't want to, yeah, they're not just... Got to be inclusive. Yeah, in the shadows. Mm. So in 1998, the group won the Schweppes Eurobash, otherwise known as what? the Alternative Eurovision <gasps> Song Contest. What is this? <laughs> what? When? Okay. All right. Okay. So I can see the hook for you now. Right. Okay. You yeah. See, you see, this is the hook. There's a link. This is a hook. <laughs> so their song named A Pessimist is Never Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a leaf out of their songbook and start naming some so songs good. like this. So yeah. good. Yeah. So that song um, beat competition from bands uh, including Austria's Sofa Surfers, Norway's Libido. Wow. Belgium's Evil Superstars <laughs> and Ireland's um sorry, Iceland's band Pelvis. <laughs> I love Pelvis. Great names. Libido and Pelvis. You can't get them too near together, can you? No, 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 keep no, no. Norway no. and Iceland keep, keep them one end of the green room and the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so this, this as mentioned this happened in 19, 1998. Yeah. Um, you can you can you can actually v- tell very clearly this has happened pre millennium millennium, uh, as the article about it includes the sentence: "The winner was selected with the help of internet users who were able to vote for their favourite band on the Eurobash website." <laughs> Hello, I'm an internet user and I voted. Ah, <laughs> oh, wasn't it cute before everyone had yeah. Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an internet user officially. So. <laughs> That's basically all the information I have on the Euro. <laughs> Wait, was it one? It was a single event, or was it? Uh, do we know if there was more than one? Or I think was- I think there was just the one thing. I think so. A lot of this is just thinking now. Yeah. So basically, there's there's <laughs> maybe there's three enemy articles, all yeah. written in the late nineties which are very short, which all feed through to the official Eurobash website, which is no longer functioning, right, which I have also put into one of those websites uh, that it can take you back in time and find yeah. pages. No. Doesn't. <laughs> so no, it never works. It was not basically. there for long enough, clearly, <laughs> to be found. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh. I, thi- I think it was done as a, you know, an enemy sort of late 90s right it was a bit of a stunt f you to eurovision we're gonna do the alternative eurovision where we get bands from all over the world to play live show at the shepherd's bush empire and we're this is real music this is what i think it was meant to be like that yeah yeah but um, I don't know because there is no information <laughs> about the contest anywhere and it's impossible. And I did email 
enemy and no one got back to me about it in time so i don't know if anyone who was there then would still be working there now would they they've had quite a lot of turnover probably over not the years. but if anyone has any information about the official eurobar Shre- shreps eurobar competition yeah. i'd love to know more we'd love to know more we'd love to see some footage i'd love to see some photos there's absolutely nothing online they could you know technically i guess you could say it's not even a wikipedia page oh my god well so this podcast is the most documentation of this mysterious (laughs) event that there ever was basically yeah do you think much so but i mean if we if we were gonna if that was it Obviously, this would be the world's shortest <laughs> podcast. Okay, because I was just about to start padding then. I was just going to start qu- asking questions. Oh, no, it's and... all right. I've done my own padding. Okay, <laughs> okay good. That's good. I've prepped, I've prepped but, some padding. I mean, I will say, though, that this this event can say that they launched the career of Sophie Ellis-Bexter. They, they, they could indeed. Could. I mean, if the event was still a thing, which is... I'd isn't. say Grilla. Uh, Grilla? Grilla. Spiller. Who? Spiller, she did that Groove Jet song with. Yeah, but I mean, this really, I mean, Spiller might not have heard of her if it wasn't for the Schweppes Euro. Maybe not. Maybe not. Thingy fest. So, because there's basically no information about the contest yeah, sure. or anything else related to it, <laughs> I'm instead going to give you an extract from a 1998 enemy review of a Thordians gig. Uh, Love it. And if, if this doesn't make you want to punch a music journalist oh. directly in the face, oh. <laughs> I will eat my hat. <laughs> this isn't this the is whole a late, thing. A, a late nineties music journalist, oh, which was probably the God. most obnoxious music journalist I you can get. I couldn't work out whether to do it, it read it in like a cut glass English accent, oh, which yeah. it most likely was written like by someone. Plums in the mouth kind of yeah. vibe. Or Northern, because I like saying Thordians. Yeah. So I've gone for, I'm going to go for Northern. Okay, but we'll just know that it's probably a, a upper middle class knob. Almost certainly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is an extract from the only article I could find reviewing Never. <laughs> just getting in character. Yeah, of course. Confidence might be a trick, but when Thordians use it to steal the hearts of innocent spectators, <laughs> it becomes more than cheap illusion. Band after band might proclaim they're like the future of rock and roll, man. But no amount of blustery braggadocio can match the moment Sophie Ellis-Bexter appears on stage and sings, I never thought I'd ever punch you out, with all the starry nonchalance of someone flicking ash from a cigarette. (laughs) Some things don't need articulating, especially when your singer looks like she was found in a rush basket next to the handprints on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh my god! <laughs> they could just write anything in those oh, days, couldn't they? It gets better. It gets oh better. Oh my god! Okay. Sure, their songwriter and guitarist Billy Reeves yelling one, two, three, four with the deranged enthusiasm of Joey <laughs> Ramone on a trip to the zoo. But Thordians know the value of understatement. There's a tangible desire here to be Edith Piaf, Debbie Harry, Susie Sue, Marianne Faithful, and that ho ho is just the boys. Oh, oh right! So smart. <laughs> so smart, isn't it? So, so intelligent. Wow. And although this might correctly be termed post Britpop, it hits none of the flag deck dead ends that implies. 
from the measured, opulent ennui of if you can't do it when you're young to the summery picnic camper jaunt of a pessimist is never disappointed. I've listened to that song. Summery picnic camper jaunt is not, not. correct. <laughs> There's an intelligence, wit and scope that stretches way beyond magpie retro. If this audience doesn't quite empathise, never mind. In the rarefied surroundings that they undoubtedly deserve, this could soar. I've got the wherewithal shows the beautiful monsters Billy could create. The bat-black orchestral dramas that flirt with Phantom of the Opera and a wave of feather boa at Marlene Dietrich. Sophie's voice rising from the guitars like a plume of menthol smoke. Oh. Is that the end? Is that the end? No. (laughs) (laughs) Last little bit. It might take some time for Thordians to blossom from gawky ingenue to seamless sophisticate, but it's already a struggle not to fall in love. The sensible side of your brain is weighing up the options, testing the water, pondering their future. The other half is sending flurries of bouquets backstage and grinning like a fool. Thank you, the audience. You've been lovely. (laughs) That's how the article actually ended. You've been lovely. Because he's playing on like, thank you, audience. You've been oh, great. Like, but just, no one says thank you, the audience. You've been lovely. It's a painful read. I'm not going right. to read out who can the journalist you, was. She still writes for The Guardian. I was going to say, I was just going to say, can you tell me who wrote that? Because I bet they're senior editor yeah, she's still, she's, some still, she's still a well-known newspaper. journalist. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Dear, oh dear. At least that was a long time ago. She can at least um, claim it. Yeah, you know, maybe she's got better. That. People wonder why the NME magazine went out of print. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. So in 1998, Thordians' founder, songwriter and co-producer, Billy Reeves, left the band. Oh, no. Yeah, sad times. It's so much potential. So much potential. Edith Piaf and Debbie Harry. <laughs> and that's just the boys. And that's Ooh. just the boys. <laughs> After performing without Billy for a series of live shows following a disastrous Glastonbury 98 performance. Oh, I couldn't find out why it was disastrous. It no. Just, there's literally no information on anywhere no. about any of this stuff. No. Sophia Lispector said that Billy was having a well-earned break. However, speaking after the Radio 1 Roadshow that year, Billy said, Relationships between myself, the management and the band have soured. I've got other fish to fry. (laughs) (laughs) He is very poetic, you can tell. (laughs) Very poetic. Um, And he did a wonderful... um, departure announcement because he did subsequently leave the band and when he spoke to Ben and me uh, he was quoted as saying it's with pleasure I can now officially announce my departure from indie pop group Thordians due to extreme frustration (laughs) (laughs) wow he is burning those bridges on the way out (laughs) really doesn't give a fuck what was he frustrated about did not say doesn't say he said there was was another bit that was something to do with um Oh, I think I don't know. Oh, he yeah, he wasn't in control of things. I oh, think I think bit of a control. And freak. Again, this is all about thinking because we have no actual <laughs> facts. Um, is that maybe Sophie was becoming more famous than him, and, and pretty, they and started like making the band about her. Yeah, and he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle yeah. not being in the spotlight. Couldn't handle it because he's that frustrated artist, isn't he? Oh, Patriarchy, I'm so frustrated. Mate. Oh, a woman more recognition However, than me. Okay, go on. However, 
Billy had uh, already launched another band, Star Children 2021, <laughs> which doesn't seem like such a futuristic name right now, does it? No, Star, Star Children two, two years ago from now. Couple yeah. of years away, mate. <laughs> children, you got to think about that. You got to think about longevity with your bad name. Star Children 2021. That's just Gen Z, isn't it? <laughs> that, that is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but exciting. He was also writing songs for the debut album for none other. No. Than. No, wait. Let me guess. <laughs> oh my god! If you can guess it, we're psychic. No, I don't think so. I'm only saying because. This person has come up in the podcast before. Who? David Snedden? <laughs> no, but actually now you mention it, this person has also come up in the podcast before. Uh, oh, who? On the the one and only Marty McCutcheon. Oh. <laughs> wow, he, when was her debut album? That must have been late, late 90s. 90s. <laughs> late 90s, right, late 90s. So was that one of his... Bigger fish to fry, do you think? Yeah. Martin yeah, McCutcheon. Martin McCutcheon was a bigger fish to fry back then. <laughs> I mean, you know, she had some good songs. One this good song. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Maybe. I didn't I didn't bother to Google to see if he wrote that one actually. I, he probably did. didn't. Probably didn't. Probably did some <laughs> duff ones. After Billy left the band, the remaining band members wrote and demoed material for a second album, but it was rejected by Mercury Records, who then dropped the band, who then split up in 1999. Tragic. Tragic. Indeed. However, a year later, Ellis Bexter's solo career smashed into the charts Mm -hmm. when her collaboration Mm -hmm. with Spiller on Groovejet, If This Ain't Love, beat Victoria Beckham and Dane Bowers' iconic Out of Your Mind to the UK number one spot. You're out of your mind. Wow. I mean, that man, we keep saying like the early noughties having a having a race to number one between Dane Bowers, Victoria Beckham and Sophie Ellis Baxter. (laughs) That is peak pop right there. I remember at the time, I remember that battle going on and being genuinely livid (laughs) that out of your mind had only made it to number two. Outraged. This is an outraged. Who can I send a letter to? (laughs) I thought Uh, it was, I thought it was, uh, I thought they cheated. No. They'd been cheated. (laughs) You were like, this is one of the the moments in pop history that will go down for all time. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, John Lennon getting shot, and. (laughs) <laughs> Victoria Beckham not getting to number one yeah. in the in the charts. Massive. That's... It still affects me. I mean, now as an adult, obviously I love Grief Jet. This ain't love. Yeah, it's and a great it was, song. It was the better song. Really, but yeah, yeah. for a good portion of my life, um, I really, I really felt for Vic- Victoria and Dane. <laughs> <laughs> they. Well, Victoria's doing all right. I don't know about Dane now. What's oh, he up to? He'll be all right. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. Sure, sure. In fact, another Eurovision link. What's Dane Bowers? Well, Blue. What band was he in, mate? Blue. Yeah, and what did Blue do? Eurovision. Eurovision. So, this is... Three. You got three quite small threads, (laughs) but they are threads nonetheless to Eurovision. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I think technically that makes it an episode. So we is an official episode done smashed it i i i I like it i like it a lot it's it's 
It's good. Um, thank you, Isabel. I really enjoyed that story. <laughs> and it means that we can tweet out the picture of you and uh, Sophie Ellis-Bexter when we release yes, this episode. Yes, we can. And I've also found, I have found, found some music videos for Thor audience. Ah. So I'll, um, I'll tweet them out as well if I remember to tweet. If we, yeah, let's hope we do. We'll let's see. Let's hope we do. We'll because see. we do need to market this. Otherwise, we we're just yeah. Yeah. Like shouting that literally into the air. The ESC Insights thing was just fell onto our lap. That's the only marking we do now is just when things fall onto our lap. We're like, yeah, all right, we'll do that. Oh, I might be able to go on a radio show. Oh, really? All right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, is this going to be like Thor audience all over again? You're going to start getting the spotlight and I'm going to be... Uh, grumpy about it no. and you're going to leave to write Marty McCutcheon's second <laughs> album <laughs> first podcast series my yeah. moment yes it's called this is my series. moment and she interviews people about their favourite moment and I'll compete against <laughs> Dane Bowers for the number one spot it's going to be amazing oh, and I'll win you're if I'm Ellis Bexter it means I'm going to beat Dane oh shit well you know I'm, I don't know what it means I'll do I'll be frustrated for a while <laughs> oh well <laughs> All right, well, oh, speaking well. of um, not that great songs, every week I try and write and record a song that will win Eurovision. It, uh, and uh, this week I did try my best. Um, last season we were trying to get... We got quite technical with it, didn't we? We were using Pop Bitch's algorithms and whatnot to uh, to really nail down what a Eurovision song, Eurovision winning song is. And... We got somewhere. We did some interesting experimenting. But you know what? You know where the real creativity comes from? My head. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this season, we are going back to the good old days of just me sitting down, thinking of some lyrics, Ace. making some music, oh, and seeing what comes out. And what that means is we get some terrible songs, <laughs> but we also get some bangers. And... Uh, it's up to you to decide this week which one it is, but <laughs> I will say it's been a very busy week. Um, so this week, um, I was I was I was a little bit grasping at, spl- uh, at straws. This is what I what I said earlier when you know you just got to you know blow the dust off a little bit. And so I was I was desperately looking for something to do. And then in my house, uh, Isabel, as you know, um, I have a robot that does my lights and that. Alexa, I've got one of those. I shouldn't say her name because it sets things off. So I decided to write a song about someone falling in love with a robot. (laughs) This song is called (laughs) Binary Love. Semi-autobiographical. No, I ain't falling in love with no robot. (laughs) Um, This song is called Binary Love. Shall we listen to it? Okay. I've been talking to robots, baby, and now they only answer to me. All this talking has got me crazy, trapped inside a silicon dream. Because I feel wired up, so computer, let's play a game. If robots feel love, I'll be loving you all the same. When I'm on, we'll overheat You made it wise and me from need Just turn me on and feel my activation Well, love, I do confess Loving isn't only for the flesh to flesh I want you, I need you Alexa, when I first met you I asked if you were mine and you just said you betcha And Siri, when you get near near me I feel vibrations and I know you hear me all these voices 
talking straight to you Your binaries and ones and o's But we should come into I will just say, so I wrote this very late Well, I didn't write this very late last night I recorded the lyrics very late last night and those last lines, I don't even remember doing. I think I like fell asleep and did them as I was falling asleep. So it's uh, it's it's something, Isabel. <laughs> what do you think of binary love? I think for a first one back after quite a while, it's not it's not that it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I know it's all right. It's all right. I like the bit. I like the bit. bit that's the uh, Alexa. You betcha, Siri, come near me. <laughs> I liked that bit. I thought that was clever. Yeah. I think, and actually, the sat the the melody at that time as well. I think if you it did more, if it sounded more like that chunk. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been all better. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you did that bad. Okay. I had a good chuckle to it. Oh, it. well, there we go. At least that's something. That's good. I was feeling a little bit embarrassed by it, but I shouldn't. I shouldn't oh, no, don't. I'm so happy to have your songs back <laughs> in my life. No, I'm going to really, I'm going to really put some effort in now. I, I want to, now I'm back in the flow. I'm really going to try and get some, you know, some Mano Mans and some RSVPs back Ooh. on the go, you know? Oh, been I need to listen to RSVP again. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, oh, it has been a while since I've listened uh, to it. So it makes me smile every time. <laughs> so let's give it a score as well, and then we can, uh, then you can go to bed, I suppose. <laughs> um, I would give it, it's a, it's, it's a good try for your first time <laughs> oh, back after so a while. But... I know, I know how bloody talented you are, thanks, Roland, mate. and I know thanks. you can do better. Thanks. So I'm gonna give it cease. Wow, I'm I'm very pleased with that. So it's got potential, uh, but we're gonna move on and try something else uh, yeah. next time, and we'll see how well that does. Amazing! Ah, oh, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. And next episode, we're going to be recording live face to face. We are. We? we still got to figure out what time, when we'll do it. But like, even if I'll it's just rock up whenever. Yeah, even if it's in the club that night, we'll bring our equipment and we'll do it there. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I thought we were going to do it over we, bubble breakfast. We will. We will. We'll do. We'll do it there. We'll do it then. Oh, okay. Definitely. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us like the wonderful Kevin did, you can email us at euphoriapodcast at gmail.com or... Or you can tweet us at euphoriacast. Do it. Whoa! Do it. Do either of those ones. Yeah. We're terrible at checking and responding to Twitter though. Yeah. So you can also just tweet us at Isabel Shulman or at Roland Bodnam. Yes. Do that too. We love it. <laughs> and listen to ESC Insights podcast yeah. and let us know how wonderful we sound on it. Yeah, we did it. It was quite, uh, It was. we were quite serious on it, weren't we? We took a serious slant. Very like serious. It. Yeah, it's nice. And thank you very much to ESC Insight as well. Thank you to Ewan for emailing us yeah. and letting us go on it. Very exciting. And you're more than welcome to come on ours as well. We just always thought you wouldn't want to because ours is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fun and entertaining. Or basically where it is. Yeah, sometimes. But if you do want to come on, absolutely, you're more than welcome. Give us a bit of clout. Do it. Yeah, great. Okay, the cat's still asleep. Oh, I'm going to go to sleep. It's time for you to... It's lasted the whole episode. That's Wake good. Wake up, fatty. Oh. No. Um, okay, brilliant. <laughs> I'll speak to you all soon. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>